Your post-game recap podcast is generously sponsored by Jazby.com, a family financial app. Jazby has two main missions, to teach financial literacy to children where they learn by experience and make financial management easy for parents by giving them parental controls as children learn financial responsibility. Jazby debit cards are free and can be used virtually anywhere. Grab your phone and go to jazby.com. That's J-A-S-S-B-Y dot com to learn more. And also, this podcast is sponsored by State Farm. Life is full of challenges, and State Farm has been and will continue to be there for you when you need us. When you need insurance, think of Agent Jim Fury, a proud sponsor of your Washington Blue Jays post-game recap podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Week 10 edition of the Washington Blue Jays High School Football post-game recap podcast presented to you all season long by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please see Jim Fury for all your State Farm insurance needs and questions. And post-game recap is also brought to you by Jasby. Go to jassby.com slash football for more information. Last night in a Class 5 District 4 quarterfinal matchup, the Washington Blue Jays hosted Capital City and came out with a 35-8 victory. I'm now joined by the winning head coach of Washington, Coach Derek Heflin. Coach, thank you so much for coming to the podcast, and how are you today? Good, good. Thank you for having me. Just tell the audience and me, how did it feel to be out there on the field in front of your home fans in a playoff and district quarterfinal matchup? No, it, it was it was a good win. Um, you know, it was a, not, I don't know if it was a nice night. It was definitely a football weather night. You know, it was cold, wet, and rainy. Uh, I mean, you know, and it, we appreciated the, the fans that were there, but uh, it was a pretty special sparse crowd um our girls softball team was busy winning the state championship so everybody was down there supporting them as they should have been it was a it's an awesome accomplishment for those girls and and to bring home the second ever state championship for washington high school it, it was a, it's a that's a cool honor so to that point then when maybe the crowd wasn't at full capacity and congratulations to the washington softball team and like you mentioned a lot of fans supporting them like they should how did you keep your players focused and maybe not distracted by the, all the other events going on in the Washington program? Oh, no, it was, uh, you know, when we, we hadn't had school since Wednesday, we had parent-teacher conferences, the kids had the day off. Um, we actually had them, had the kids come in and out all day um, and, you know, tried to structure everything like a uh, normal school day um, and just keep their focus and keep their minds where they need to be. Um, and when you get to this point where it's, uh, win or go home, survive in advance, whatever you want to put on it. You know, I think that helps the kids focus. That's all they really need to focus, you know, is this could be the last time I ever get to play football. Um, so I think it helped, that helped, and our kids are just ready to go. Um, we've gotten on this hot streak right here, and, yeah. you know, we're firing on all cylinders, and, and the guys were really, really focused and dialed in and came out last night and gave a great performance. Like you mentioned with the weather, with the weather kind of being not not it was football weather, but not the type of weather where you're able to throw it around and not in the cold, dreary rain. And your rushing attack, like usual, went to work. You had all your scores were by the rushing by rushing the football. What did you see out of that attack last night with the running backs as well as the offensive line? You know, it, it was the same thing. You know, we say every week those guys up front just got off the ball and move people um and you know and i'll give capital city a lot of credit those guys up front did some good things and their kids were uh you know in a situation they gave us some fits at some times uh, but we were able to just kind of keep pounding away and 
if they could stop one thing, we had an answer for that. And, you know, it was just kind of like a chess match. Every time they want to stop something, we have something else. Uh, I mean, we even tried to throw it a little bit early um, on. And, uh, we got a, a big pass interference that kept uh, the second touchdown drive alive going. So, you know, we're, we're just, just, you know, keep grinding and clicking. And, you know, as we go, you know, the offense is just rolling and doing what it does. And it's it's uh, makes it easy to call plays and things. And our kids are just going out and executing and doing their job. And they've done this thing for so long that now it's almost second nature for them to go out there and, and run our offense. Now, like you mentioned, we've talked a lot about the rushing attack, and part of your rushing attack is, uh, rushing attack is your quarterback, Cam Millheiser. Last night, a 14-yard rush and a 43-yard rush that both were touchdowns. What did you see out of his performance in controlling the offense and on the running game? You know, it, it, the, the first touchdown, you know, it was a called run, and that was how we, you know, schemed stuff up because we are going to get him touches and get him involved early. Um, the second one was – you know, it was a, a tag off of some of our inside veer stuff that we've been working and things we've been doing. Um, and, you know, he had done it. He did a great job because he'd give it, give it, give it. And he, you know, it was one of those things on the headset. You know, we call the play. It's like, I, it, he's going to pull it and go to the house on this one. And, you know, sure enough, we'd given it enough. The defensive end came crashing down hard. And he took it and went to the house. You know, it's just, he just knows the offense, knows what's um, he's a second coach out on the field, and he, he just runs the offense the way it's designed, and it's fun to watch. Now, transitioning to the other side of the ball, your defense has really been on a hot streak as well the last four weeks, giving up 7 points, 18 points, 21 points, and then last night shutting out Capital City for the first three quarters and then giving up just eight points in the fourth. Their performance, like you mentioned earlier in the year, you were waiting for them to get healthy and really have those set positions. Has that been the key to the turnaround to the defense, and what overall have you seen out of them? Yeah, you know, uh, everybody coming back was big, and then we just went back to basics, and we just, you know, eliminated some of the stuff we were doing. Cut, you know, cut down our play menu to, to not a whole lot, and we, you know, and at practice we just started went back to working on tackles and turnovers, and you know, and getting to the ball pursuit and those little things that maybe we, you know, had slipped or not been as focused on. Um, once we got everybody back, that was just what it became, and. You know, last night they went out and put out a dominant performance. You know, the Capital City was able to score at the end of the game on our JV, uh, but our varsity defense uh, didn't allow a yard of positive offense. You know, when they came out, Capital City was in the in the negative. So, you know, those guys, I think maybe they had one first, one or two first downs with our varsity defense. It was it was impressive to watch those guys go out there last night and compete and get after it and uh, after a good team too. To have a defense that's that dominant and to not even allow positive net yards, what does that do to your offense as well? Do you kind of see that almost keeping your offense in a rhythm because your defense is getting three and outs or getting six and outs and really letting your offense kind of get in a flow as well? Yeah, you know, they feed off each other because it's, you know, the, the whole design and the way we want to do things is go get go get a three and out and then go have the ball for seven or eight minutes. Um, and, you know, it's it's working well right now. Um, and, you know, we're not even quite going on those long, long drives like we were earlier in the year. Um, and, you know, it just – it also takes a little bit of pressure off that offense because early on we had to score every single time we had the ball. Um, and we got ourselves in some shootouts and some uh, close games where – just because we couldn't stop anybody. And now you can go out there and we can – we know we're going to get stopped. We know we're going to go get scores, but there's not necessarily always that pressure of 
every single play, every single drive has got to be perfect. You know, that's obviously what we're shooting for. But when, when the defense is back to where it should be, um, it takes a little bit of that pressure off the, off the offense. Well, like you mentioned earlier, last night was a winner go home, and you guys won and are moving on to the Class 5 District 4 semifinals. And next Friday night, you're going to travel to Jefferson City to take on Elias. Um, what do you see in that matchup upcoming, and how's the game plan been so far scouting for them? You know, uh, they're extremely multiple. Um, they're the Class 4 uh, defending champions. They got bumped up to Class 5 because they won the state title in Class 4 last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and being a private school, they, that's what happens. Um, but they're, they're just a very sound, well-coached football team. You know, they, they have a lot of stuff that they, they do, um, very multiple and on offense and defense. Um, but you, you just turn on the film, and they don't necessarily have anybody out. But it, I think it's because they're all just very, very good football players. Um, so it's going to be on us to, you know, play a perfect game. We've got to go out there and, and put together 48 minutes of mistake-free football. And, you know, like I was just talking about, we have to control the clock, play defense, and uh, just see what happens. And, Coach, finally, going on the road in a playoff matchup and environment, what's the what's your method and what's your um, plan going to be to the team to make sure they stay focused now going on the road to Jefferson City versus playing at home last night? Uh, you know, I like it, it's. I think it really just comes down to, you know, guys. Uh, we have a lot of fun together. You know, we don't want this to end. I think that's enough of the focus is all you need. You know, is that this can be taken from you at any second. You know, and there's seniors out there that have been doing this for since they were in fourth or fifth grade, and you don't want to have. You know, it it could be taken away in a heartbeat. You know, and uh, I think that gives those guys all the focus they need. And and. Uh, you know, I think our guys have a, a true brotherhood, and, and they don't – our younger guys don't want it, want it to end for those older guys. Uh, they've seen the time, the effort um, that they've put into the program, and they want to keep it going as long as they can for them. And, and you know, too, with, with the girls winning the state championship, you know, it, it, it makes it easier because you see it. You know, hey, guys, let's go get one of those. And, uh, you know, that was the groups we've – last two groups we've had, those are things we talked about. Uh, I mean, with this group, you know, and maybe not as much, uh, but, you know, it, with that right there, you have that tangible thing you can see, and that's what you're chasing, and, you know, let's go get one too. Well, Coach, perfectly said, and as we recap last night, Washington's playoffs are off and running in the Class 5 District 4 quarterfinal matchup. You defeated Capital City at home by a final score of 35-8, to 8, and next week you're moving on to the Class 5 District 4 semifinal matchup as you travel to Jefferson City to take on Helias. Coach, as always, thank you so much for giving great insight in the program, and hopefully next week we're looking at winning and moving on again. Thank you. I appreciate it. And for Week 10, and for Coach Heflin, I'm Mark Feldman, saying so long and have a great day. Once again, we want to thank our sponsor, Jazby.com, for sponsoring this podcast. Parents, you need this app to make life easier for you as you teach your kids about financial responsibility. Kids learn best by experience, and Jazby is designed to help parents in this vitally important role. Go to Jazby.com to set up your free family account today. That is J-A-S-S-B-Y.com.
And also, as you have seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That is another reason that agent Jim Fury has chosen to sponsor your Washington Blue Jays post-game recap podcast all season. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 